Welcome to the Traveling Image Makers Podcast, your source of inspiration about travel photography. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride as we bring you on a tour around the world with our guests. Hello everyone, this is Hugo Che and this is another episode of the Traveling Image Makers podcast. And once again, like every couple of months, we have our contest over at the Traveling Image Makers Corner group on Facebook. And there we invite group members to submit uh, one travel photo uh, for our little contest. And uh, the prize is uh, nothing more than being invited to uh, talk on the show to be our guest on the show for this uh, very special episode so um, we have two winners every for every uh, edition of the contest and one of them is interviewed by Ralph Velasco and you will be able to hear that interview in this same episode and uh, uh, I'm interviewing the other winner who happens to be let me see if I can get your name right Rima Biswas right you got it. <laughs> okay, so hi Rima, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing great, I'm doing great. We still got some uh, little leftovers from summer here, it's still pretty hot, so I'm still uh, able to go swimming and so on. I don't know, how's the, you are... Uh, Where I am, it's pretty gloomy and uh, cloudy. We are getting rain for the last, I don't know, for one week. And so it's you're, not good. Uh, you're in the yeah. east coast of the United yes. States, mm -hmm. right? You, you were not in the path of the hurricane. Uh, no, we kind of dodged it. Yes, yeah. you dodged it, but maybe it still uh, drew some, some rain in towards your general direction. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so... Yeah. Not, not many opportunities to photograph uh, at no, least landscapes, right, yeah. go outside and so on. But I'm, I'm waiting for the fall to come. So in a month or so, I'll be out and about all over the places. Oh, you, got, you got fall colors? Uh, yes. Your area? Mm -hmm. I'm actually waiting for that time. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, we, we don't get much fall color here in Italy. It's, uh, oh. It goes from green to brown and then, then oh. that's it. You should come to East Coast. You should make it in one of your plans to come to East Coast. And I, know, I know, I know. It's one of those uh, things that I want to do eventually. But uh... Right. From Maine to, uh, I should say, not Florida, obviously. Maine to Carolinas. Yes, yeah, from yeah. Maine to Carolinas. You'll get the fall colors. Mm, yep. Um, I'll do it eventually. One day. Who knows? Um, okay. But, but not this year. Maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> No, always the hope. I have those dreams too because I am. I like those pictures that you take. Uh, Santorini. I'm saying it correct. Mm -hmm. so, uh, Santorini. Santorini. You mean Santorini. In Greece. Yes. In Greece. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's. Um, is well, it Santorini that sink? Uh, okay. Sorry. You go on. Those pictures are awesome, but I don't know the name of the places properly. But I want to visit those places. Well, so Santorini. <laughs> Santorini is a is an island in Greece. Uh, and I've been there, uh, yes, and I got a few photos from there. Th there are no fall colors there anyway, because there are basically no trees <laughs> in the whole island. It's a volcanic island. It's very bare, not a lot of vegetation, a little bit of shrubs and so on. So there's, uh, you don't go there for fall colors, but it's it's an amazing place. Yeah. No, no, yeah, not for fall colors. Yes, 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 sorry. yes. <laughs> you're, you're welcome to come. I'll <laughs> show you <laughs> around. 
So you're, uh, we said you're based in the uh, east coast of the U.S. Mm-hmm. And do you travel a lot for, for photography or is it more of a local uh, kind uh, of? Yeah, it's more of a local, but sometimes we try as a family, like me, my husband and our daughter, sometimes we try to go at least uh, once or twice a year uh, to take a long vacation and go around U.S., wherever that time is calling us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so by doing that, we have been to at least 25 states mm-hmm. in USA, like just for traveling, just to see the place. And most of the time, I kind of force them to go with me <laughs> because you know how it's with photographers. They're like, oh, I have to go there in sunrise. I have to go there for sunset. And so, yeah, it's like that. Are they tolerant of that? Yeah. Yes, I would say so. <laughs> I would say so. Sometimes they'll just sleep and I'll go before sunrise or sometimes they'll be some other place, but I'm taking the sunset photo, something something like that. But it yeah. kind of works out. I'm, yeah. I'm, in, I'm in the same position when I'm traveling with family, so I, am, I understand perfectly. And let's talk a little bit about the, the winning photograph, mm-hmm. which is a, we'll, of course, uh, have it uh, in the show notes for this episode that everyone will be able to, to see at ttim.photo, our website. Uh, but of course, we are just publishing the, the audio recording here, so you will have to, to see it in the, either uh, in the post uh, there on the blog or uh, as a, again in our Facebook group, the Traveling Image Makers Corner. And if you want to, to join the group or just uh, go straight to the contest, you can do so by going to ttim.photo slash Facebook. Brings you straight to the group. It's an open group. You can uh, you can join and then take part in the next uh, uh, edition of the contest. So uh, back to your photo. It's a very serene uh, mountain landscape with forests and uh, I mean all landscapes landscape photos are uh, uh, unless the the location is stunning which is very particular and this one I would say that I would not say it's not stunning it's a beautiful location but as it often happens with landscape photography what makes the photo is not just the location it's the light So that that photo has beautiful light. You're shooting, just trying to describe the photo, you're shooting straight into the sun and there are some clouds in the sky. The sun is uh, low on the horizon. There are sunbeams coming out from the clouds. So uh, the the trees are glowing from the light. So it's it's beautiful because of that, right? Uh, Hope you you do agree and probably that's the reason why you- Absolutely. And that that is the thing I was going to say, like, when uh, now let me tell you the background of that photo. Sure. So last year in 2017 in August there was the total solar eclipse that happened in USA. Mm-hmm. So as I uh, told you earlier, the whole family, all three of us, went to Tennessee to mm-hmm. see the total solar eclipse. So uh, it was like 550 miles from where I live. So we drove there. Uh, obviously, we go in there the day before the solar eclipse uh, so that we can see the places where we should take the uh, pictures and all. So it was in Smoky Mountains National Park, Great Smoky Mountain National Park. Um, so the day before solar eclipse, I want to capture some sunset pictures. So that place where I took this uh, picture you were talking about, that's called Morton Overlook. Mm. So 
there are like hundreds of people gathered around that place to take sunset pictures. As you know, any <laughs> scenic, any scenic place where there is supposed to be a good sunset or sunrise, there are hundreds of photographers now, <laughs> and I am one of them. So anyway, uh, I reached there and I was like uh, at least one and a half hour before sunset, but there were so many people I couldn't figure out where I should stand. I have seen. I saw a photographer standing on top of their car so that they can get good, you know, angle and everything. Anyway, uh, I could manage a spot to put my tripod and everything. And yes, uh, the thing is the clouds were good that day and that was giving us this kind of beautiful lights. And uh, frankly speaking, I was hoping for a beautiful sunset that I would get, but no, didn't. Mm -hmm. I didn't get a beautiful sunset, but the pictures before the sunset came out pretty well. And the little sliver of road you see in the picture, in the bottom of the picture, that's actually obviously the motorable road that goes on top of that mountain, that highway. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so sometimes uh, we, we plan for for a specific yeah. time of the day for the sunset and uh, you know we are at the mercy of the vagaries of the Nature. weather but yes. uh -huh. sometimes because before sunset that day, yeah sunset that day was nothing <laughs> <laughs> that happens like, but it's it's great yeah. that you were able still to capture something that is uh, it's probably even unique in that uh, i mean uh, there might be thousands or hundreds of thousands of sunset photos from that spot but that one is a, is a bit different from all the others and uh, and it's still great light even if the, the colors in the sky are not the sun, typical sunset colors but uh, the, the way the trees glow with a little bit of mist it's, it's, it's just great um, so did you get the eclipse in the end? yes I did uh -huh. yes, did you I get did. good photos from the eclipse? you're saving um, them for later. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the thing is yes I got uh, the then, you know, the diamond ring, I got mm -hmm. a good photo of the diamond ring, but the problem is um, I didn't get such good pictures when the eclipse was happening. Like, mm -hmm. I got those phases, but those phases are not something that I'm very proud of because I used a welding glass, so it has that uh, green tinge on it. Yeah. And I am not very good at post-processing. I'm still learning how to use Photoshop. I mean, for, I use Photoshop, but I'm still not... I cannot say I mastered it. So. Yeah, so correcting that cast would be difficult. Yeah, yeah I corrected, but I'm not so happy with the result. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not very proud of it. <laughs> I see, I see. Well, anyway, you, you still got something. And you, you yeah, I'm very choosy about what I show the world. I just... <laughs> and sometimes, I mean, it's just being there. I mean, yes. and witnessing that mm -hmm. show in the sky with your own eyes is something that is worth the trip, even if you right. don't get good photos. I mean, right. uh, sometimes yeah, I we are... Happy, I'm happy with the diamond ring, you know, that mm -hmm. when the sun is totally... The corona of the sun. The corona and just the, the, the diamond, uh, the, the ring just starts to... I, I'll, I'll send you that picture. If <laughs> yeah, I want to see. <laughs> I love that, but I wanted to take the whole face, Large, like, yes. uh, mm -hmm. yeah, from full to have covered and then coming back to the full. Uh, that didn't come out well. That's what I'm happy about. And what equipment did you use to, to take this picture? Hmm? What equipment did you use to take this picture? The winning one? Oh, yeah. So, 
Yeah, I think that's a Nikon D7200. I have to look for it. I, th I think it's D7200. Okay. Uh, either it's D7200 or it's D3400. That's the, those are the two I usually use. I started with uh, Nikon D3100. That actually learned me, uh, to not learned me, sorry, taught me. That actually taught me photography. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, uh, English is not my mother tongue, so. It's okay, <laughs> your, your English is great. <laughs> me, me, neither of us have English as a mother language, so. <laughs> That's cool. Um, and what, how did you get started in photography? And do you think that photography is going to play more of a role in your life? Yes, obviously. The thing is, photography kind of, um helped me a lot to be able to uh, appreciate nature appreciate life more uh, uh photography i started photography at a time when i was heavily depressed because we had a move from east coast to west coast and i didn't like anything in west coast mm -hmm. i know it's uh, i mean west coast of usa california everyone loves california but i did not <laughs> <laughs> I I could not, I couldn't put my mind, I, I somehow I was like, I, I didn't like it at all. So anyway, so I, I didn't have any friends, I didn't have job and somehow uh, one of my new friends there kind of pushed me. So, hey Rima, why don't you get a DSLR? Because I had a point and shoot and some pictures he said, he have, you have a good eye, get a DSLR. Okay, good. So <laughs> I kind of plunged into it. Okay, get a DSLR, then I will learn how to take a picture. So in, I think that's end of 2011. So I got my first DSLR, D3100. And yes, started taking pictures. Then on Facebook, I got in touch with Mr. Cyrus Kamak. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying his name correctly. But he is a very good photographer and he helps new photographers how to get better mm -hmm. so he kind of he and the group uh, it's a group called mega shot so there they kind of help each other <clears throat> sorry help each other how to get rid of the flaws that you are having or the challenges you are getting while taking photographs so by that and asking every photographer that i knew on facebook asking them questions hey how do you do this how do i get rid of that <laughs> So I kind of learned that way. And then I started putting my photographs on Fine Art America, like I think in 2014 or so. And few pictures got sold and I was like, oh yeah, so I can get some money also. Mm -hmm. That's a great sensation, right? Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time we I sold one of my photos. Ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! I have to tell you first. Actually, first a uh, big thing happened when in my local there was a local competition where I used to live in California. So I uh, put a picture in there, and that got the People's Choice Award. And I was like, Oh my God! So my pictures are good. People, are people like that. That was a fall picture, though. That mm -hmm. was a fall picture in California. In fall, California doesn't get much fall, but. Um, I got some pictures and people liked it, <laughs> so <laughs> I was happy and then some pictures got sold. I was like, oh yes, so I can do this. <laughs> Let me try to do it better. Right. So I think last year or way uh, the year before last year, I took the Photoshop uh, subscription. 
I'm still learning how to edit. <laughs> yeah, so you can see it's like five or six years of journey. Great, great. Yeah. And I see you're getting great results uh, already. So. And I really, really, really want to travel the world. I don't know so, when I will have enough money to do so, but I want to do that. <laughs> so well, you, you still travel in the US and you said you've, yes. you've been like 25 states. What, what, what's your favorite destination in the US? Favorite destination? A state or location? I am very inclined to say Pennsylvania. There are so many mm -hmm. places in Pennsylvania I love, but maybe because I lived there for five or six years, I am very inclined to that place. <laughs> I don't know. That's not that's uh, not the typical. I mean, uh, everybody loves the, the 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 southwest of the U.S. or the, the Rockies, <laughs> the Oregon uh, coast or Maine coast or. <laughs> Places like that, yeah. Pennsylvania is a bit atypical, right? Beautiful places all over the world. It's like just like depend on the person how you are mm -hmm. looking. At I feel like that. Like mm -hmm. I find beauty in all the little things. I don't know. I'm like that. <laughs> Even I I turn a corner while driving and I feel like wow, that's a, such a nice composition. I want to take a picture right now. <laughs> so it's like I find beauty everywhere. So and uh, you said. Uh, English is not your mother language, so I assume you were not born in uh, in the U.S. Can, can you tell where you where you're from and your memories? India. India, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm from India, and uh, my mother tongue is Bengali, so I'm from you can say uh, eastern part of India. Mm -hmm. and and would you like to go back there and maybe take photos? I know I've never been to India. It's a place that I would like to to photograph and my yes. bucket list again so <laughs> yes there are few places in india that not few a lot of places in india that i really want to go and use my uh now the 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 photograph i have learned how to capture things better uh yes i want to go to a lot of places in india to take pictures yes yeah. um, <laughs> Do, do you get inspiration from some specific photographers or trends in I photography? I have to say one of them is you. Oh, thank <laughs> I have you. to say that. <laughs> You're making me blush. Yes. I, I, because the, most, the, uh, the best thing I love in your photographs are you don't alter them much. And I kind of, uh, I do not like the trend of, uh, then again, it's personal choice. Uh, I do not like the trend of changing the picture, what it was to a totally different one. Uh, but then again, uh, that's also artistic uh, independence. So I don't want to talk much about it, but I like the picture of people who don't do that a lot. They try to keep the sense and the feel of the atmosphere that they yeah. took the picture of and i i love that so i i like your pictures a lot and i am uh, i usually don't try to get uh, uh i i like in inspiration i but i don't like to get anyone's idea into my head yeah so you understand what i'm trying yes, to say yes absolutely <laughs> i mean it's uh it's an important thing, right? Uh, get, getting inspiration, but uh, not uh, just imitating what the others right, are doing the is, uh, right. is the key. It's, it's difficult, but I think it's key to to developing your own vision and so on. So that's, and uh, it takes time. And it um, takes time. <laughs> you 
prefer to take natural landscapes? Do you also do cityscapes or other genres? I don't know, street photography or street what, what do you like? Street photography kind of scares me because once it happened, uh, um, that was like in four or five years back, I was in New York and I was trying my luck or my hand in street photography. So uh, <clears throat> some people uh, behaved very bad with me. Mm. So after that, I kind of stopped uh, trying to do it. It's not that I was invasive. But uh, I told, like, it's a shopkeeper. I told him that I like the arrangement of his shop and I wanted to take the picture, but he got so mad. And I was like, That's I don't know. That's strange because I have this idea. I've mean, <laughs> been to New York a few times and for the most part, people don't care about you. <laughs> you take their picture and this must have right. been a very particular guy. I don't know. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's not like one guy should determine, uh, let, let me not. But I don't. Yet I don't feel much comfortable to yeah. take pictures like it's uh, not the street one. But yes, I see your picture and there are some people in the traveling image makers corner in that group. Their pictures in like their photographs from street are the what you call street photography. So, I, so I you love do it. you do inanimate objects and that's land, land, natural landscapes for the most Mostly, part. Mostly yes. Who <laughs> <laughs> usually don't, don't jump complain. at me and say, Hey, give me your camera <laughs> Unless it's a grizzly bear or something. <laughs> oh, I would love to do that. <laughs> I would love to. I was, uh, yeah, was that's, that? that's one of the dreams. <laughs> I, I don't remember. There was one with a monkey that stole a camera and took selfies. And I saw another another video. I don't remember if it was a bear or some, something like that. Another animal like that that stole a camera from a photographer and started okay. using it. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so any, before we, we wrap this up, uh, do you have, uh, do you publish your work? On some, do you have uh, your own website or do you publish on uh, social media? Where, where can people find your work? Uh, I usually put uh, all my pictures in uh, Flickr. Mm -hmm. And uh, there is another website called Fine Art America or Pixels. They're the same organization, just two different names. Uh, I, I really don't know the reason behind this, <laughs> but the thing is both of them sell pictures. So Fine Art, if you upload your picture in Fine Art America, it uh, definitely goes to pixels.com. And there you can, from there I sell my picture. Uh, I really want to uh, start my own website, but the time and uh, mm. you know, the time I have to put for that I still don't have that and the expertise I don't have that yet um, but yes I, I have dreams and I really 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 want to be known as a good photographer someday <laughs> yeah. I think you should invest in a in a website that maybe we can talk about this uh, offline but there are simple solutions and not very expensive ones that would give you great results and i always uh, i mean i was just writing about this uh, recently and i'm probably going to publish an article about this about um, not uh, it's not a good thing to 
um, spend too much time agonizing over decisions like which hosting should I get, which platform, uh, uh, things like website design and so on. Just, just get something done, get something done simple, get advice on, on getting something up quickly because and then refine iterate and refine it doesn't have to be perfect the first time so if you want we can talk about this i'll be happy to give you some some advice on how yeah, to, to get you started because i think it's important to to establish one's own presence online that is under your own name you're not um, hosted on somebody else's mm -hmm. domain like Flickr or facebook or fine fine art america they could go they could take yeah. it away under your feet any day and you would be left right. with nothing. Yeah, so yeah, I think you that's right. important. Just mm -hmm. spend some time, think about it. And <laughs> we sh you should definitely yeah. do it. Okay, uh, I'll step off my soapbox now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anything else you would like to? to yeah, add? I just want to say, I just want to say there there were a lot of good pictures in that contest, and I really liked a lot of them. And thank you very much, very much for choosing my picture. And it's 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 a good effort that to keep uh, to bring all the photographers in the same, uh, yeah, um, same platform and yeah uh, asking them to share their uh, experience and really yeah, all of us we like to travel some of us get more chance some of us not that much but yes traveling traveling helps you to open your mind and get good pictures <laughs> yeah i mean we, we are all about travel photography you know but uh, doesn't have to be don't have to travel that far sometimes uh, you can just go to pennsylvania as you said and <laughs> i guess that's not much far or uh, you said tennessee it's a few hundred miles so it's not a, a day I, trip but still you can get yeah. great locations uh, reasonably close to home or even closer than that I don't know if you have heard of, uh, if you have uh, heard this uh, poet, this Bengali poet, Tagore, Rabindranath Tagore. Have you oh, heard yeah, of? I heard the name, yes. Okay, okay. So Tagore has a poet, uh, has a poem, uh, which has a line like that. So I have, I have traveled all over the world. I have been to this place and that place to see this and that. But I never ventured out of my balcony to see a dewdrop on top of a uh, grass. <laughs> so sometimes the beauty is just in front of you, but you didn't look at it. I also believe in that too. <laughs> as long as much as we travel, sometimes traveling is the best thing, and sometimes yes, traveling with open eyes is that yes. the best thing. <laughs> Great. I don't think we need to add anything more to that. That's a perfect closing to this uh, uh, little time we had together. Really. I want to thank you for submitting a photo to our contest and keep following us. Uh, it's been great talking to you. I mean, uh, maybe one day we'll have a chance to meet. Who knows if you come to Europe yeah. or I come to the to photograph sure. Pennsylvania and discover Pennsylvania. I love. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Hugo. Thank you. Uh, thanks to you again. And w once again, for everyone who wants to uh, take part in our little contest head over to ttim.photo slash facebook um, and it's very easy no strings attached uh, there are no we're not going to grab your copyright <laughs> to sell your photos we're just only going to use it to to promote your work 
Okay, so that's really all now. Thanks again, uh, Rima, and uh, let's keep in touch. And all the best for uh, your future photography endeavors. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Yeah. Hi, everyone. This is Ralph Velasco of the Traveling Image Makers podcast, and I am coming to you from Bucharest, Romania, where I'm getting ready to start a group tour, a rustic and rural Romania trip. And I'm uh, very excited about that. But on the other side of the world, I have one of our uh, fellow Traveling Image Makers Corner members, Penny Palmer, who is this period's uh, co-winner uh, for her image in our photo contest. Well, welcome to the show, Penny. Well, thank you so much, Ralph. It's nice to be here. Great. Well, I'm glad that we were able to work this out because it's kind of late night here in Bucharest, and I have a feeling it's probably fairly early morning by you. What time is it there? It's 8.22 in the morning, so we're still okay. <laughs> okay, so it's about uh, 9.22 p.m., so I guess we're 13 hours apart. Fantastic. Yep. Great. Well, welcome to the show. Why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your photography? Well, I've been uh, doing photography for probably 30 over 30 years, 35 years maybe, um, actually doing it full-time. Um, that's how I earn my living here on Maui. I'm a, actually a wedding photographer and family photographer here. Um, in the last six years, I think I've shot over 700 weddings here on the island. Wow. Um, so I keep pretty busy. Um, but to, to keep it fun and, and to keep me motivated, I do travel photography. Um, and so uh, I, I travel to... I don't know. I guess we do anywhere from five to ten countries a year um, just to get off the island um, and explore the world. That's wonderful. Wow. Though being a wedding photographer and shooting that much, are these destination weddings where most people are coming from out of Maui to Maui to do the do yeah. have a wedding? Yeah, I would say probably 95, 98 percent are off island. And when we talk weddings here, um, uh, the probably 75% of them are beach weddings. So they're, you know, an hour to an hour and a half on the beach. Um, so it's not like a lot of, uh, weddings on the mainland where you have a big venue and you know, it's an eight hour or 12 hour day. Um, so it's a little bit different here, but it does keep me busy. Wow, that sounds like a pretty nice gig. I'm sure it's uh, it's got its ups and downs, but uh, the fact that you're on the beach and they're only an hour or two as opposed to eight or ten or twelve, which I understand a, a lot of weddings are. That that sounds great. Good for you. Yeah, no, it's 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 really the ultimate. I think you know I'm able to to turn my turnaround time is for my weddings is you know two weeks maybe three weeks if I'm traveling. Um, so people get their images back pretty quickly. Um, and, uh, it just gives me time to, to do a lot of other things too, like travel. <laughs> Good for you. Well, uh, I could see that you do a lot of travel photography and, uh, I chose your image and, uh, I'll ask you to explain uh, more about it in just a minute. But if I could explain it to people from my take, uh, we are looking at, uh, cause a lot of people are just listening to the podcast. And so I'll, sort of give my take on the image and why I chose it. And then you can tell us how it came to be. Okay. So uh, we're looking at what looks like a small little alleyway or walkway. And just only from your description, do I know that it's in uh, Bruges, uh, Belgium, but uh, one of my favorite uh, 
places to shoot is in these little walkways. And I love the, the cobblestone streets that are very, very specific. Uh, it seems to Europe, uh, a lot of, a lot of towns in Europe have these, these, uh, cobblestone walkways and, and there's a, a fairly modern bike and it's leaning against a, one of a very crumbly sort of wall and, um, looks like some really nice light, very stark, sort of alleyway or walkway and i just love the simplicity of it tell us how the shot came about well so one of the things i really like to do when um when i travel is i try and find a local photographer that either uh advertises that he does tours or through a friend that maybe they're just a photographer that lives in the area so um in bruges i happened to find um, a guy that actually does short photography tours um throughout the city and um, one of the things that he really liked also was the little out-of-the-way places, which is one of the things I always ask for, is that I don't want to go to the main tourist attractions. I want to go to the out-of-the-way places. Um, and I love bicycles, uh, shooting bicycles. There's just something about that mode of transportation um, that I really like. So we came across this, this alleyway and, and the light coming in from the back and the bike just sitting there. Um, and so, you know, I grabbed a few shots and this one, um, this one turned out to be my favorite shot. Um, and like you say, with the cobblestone streets and the bike just sitting there, um, it was just a really simple, um, you know, out of the way type of place. And, and that's kind of the type of things I like to shoot. Yeah, it, it sure looks like uh, there's probably no one around and very few people, but the locals probably walk through this alleyway. And, uh, yeah, and it was evening, so, you know, that light from the back, um, you know, I think maybe might have even been a street light back there. We didn't walk down the alley. The light was just coming that way, but it was uh, it was getting towards the evening time, so um, it was just a real nice, quiet area. Yeah, and some of the very well-worn cobblestones are very shiny, and uh, there's actually different colors, it seems like, uh, from the light from the the street lamp, I guess, which uh, appears to be out of frame. But uh, the getting onto these back alleyways like this, to me, is one of my favorite things to do, too. And uh, it certainly gets you off the tourist track and away from the tourists. And uh, But you can find some, uh, some really nice gems like this. Uh, have you uh, tried it in black and white? Um, you know, I don't, I don't remember if I... If I did do that one in black and white or not, I do like to do black and white quite often. So I will switch things up and edit in black and white every once in a while. I don't remember if I did that on this shot or not. Sure. But it was yeah. probably good in black and white, I think. Yeah, I think this kind of a shot would really lend itself to a black and white because you've got the, the two walls on either side of this very narrow alleyway and the cobblestones and the roof tiles are all somewhat of the same color palette. And to me, that's what always strikes me as the basis for a, a really nice monochromatic image. Uh, it's already monochromatic, but uh, to turn it yeah. into uh, to a black and white. Uh, Sometimes, right. too, I think uh, what I like to do as experience um, is I will shoot in black and white. So that's what pops up on my screen a lot of times, you know, so that I can see if I like that shot in black and white. So, um uh, I use a different a different traveling camera outfit than what I do professionally here at home. So um, I'm exploring um, a new system that I've been using now for about a year. 
Tell us about um, that. What are you shooting with? Well, uh, so I shoot Canon um, for my professional stuff, uh, weddings, um, and I'm shooting a Fuji X-T2. Um, and uh, I'm loving the Fuji X-T2. Mm -hmm. um, I, that was shot with my Fuji, and I think it was probably the 18 to 50, no, the 16, I think it was my 16 to 55 that I use um, on that one. And, uh, you know, for travel, to put that little Fuji and a couple lenses in just a little, uh, you know, slouch bag is way better than that big backpack I have to carry for work. <laughs> Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. Now, I, I got away from the DSLR. I was a Nikon shooter, uh, I think, uh, as of about two years ago. And I switched over to the Micro Four Thirds mirrorless system. And uh, I cannot imagine going back. Uh, once in a while, I um, actually, I was uh, selling a couple of my flashes to my assistant. And she was showing me her camera and was asking how to use it or the, the how to use the flash and I picked up this huge camera which to me at the time when I used a similar camera was just the way it was and exactly. now when you compare right it's like yeah. a world of difference yeah uh, yeah. yeah especially so, for travel yeah you know it's 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 great and uh, um, you know it's so um, versatile um, in fact, I just bought a second X-T2 body. I'm leaving for going to Iceland in October. So um, so that'll be a fun trip also. But, yeah. Yeah, so nice to not have to carry around all that gear or carry around the you know, same couple bodies and two, three lenses, which I actually never did. But I imagine for someone like you that does weddings, you probably do on a regular basis. But then when you carry the same number of items but they weigh maybe a third of what you had exactly that's a yeah. huge difference yeah. uh yeah yeah that's that's great um so uh what are what you, you said you're heading to iceland uh what what other trips do you have coming up anything else travel wise that uh, so, that you got going so we're, we've got singapore i'm doing singapore and malaysia um we leave september 30th so we're doing that for two weeks um then we're doing iceland um, in October and then back to Thailand for our third time in November. Um, and we just got home last week from the UK. We did, uh, we did England, Scotland, Ireland, and Wales. And, uh, earlier this year at the end of March, we were in uh, Japan for cherry blossom season. Oh. So, um, so yeah. I thought I traveled a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, living on a little island, um, sometimes you just have to take some time to get off. You know, we're, we're here in the, in the middle of the Pacific. If you look at us on a map, we're pretty isolated out here. And, uh, you know, on the island of Maui itself, we only have about 160,000 permanent residents. Wow. So it's, uh, it's, it's not a huge, a huge place. And you said you've been there for about six years now, right? Yeah. That's Regular your permanent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, tell us about some of the things to photograph on Maui. What, uh, I've never been. I've only been to uh, Oahu and Molokai, but I hear great things about Maui. What uh, What should people look for well, when they go know, to Maui? So Maui is really, Maui is really cool in that you can kind of find every ecosystem here. So you can go up to, to the Hana area 
and find rainforests and, and rainbow eucalyptus and, uh, you know, cliffs and waterfalls and all those types of things. You can come down. I live on the south side of Maui in the Kihei Wailea area. And uh, so we get amazing sunsets, um, especially if our volcano um, is uh, on the big island is, is sending bog. So we get those beautiful uh, red, orange, purple sunsets. Um, you know, the beaches, the, the wave action, um, it's it, the palm trees, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of options for people that come over here, you know, living here, um, it's kind of starts to become the same old thing. And that's why I, and I tend to travel more, um, because, you, you know, for me, you can, you can do, just do so many sunsets and it, even though they're different, you know, you still have to be able to expand on other things. There's botanical gardens here. Um, you can go into Lahaina, um, down Front Street, if you like street photography. Um, that's a great place to do that. Um, you can go out um, to the volcano fields, and it looks like a completely different planet that you're on when you go out there. Um, you can go to the top of Haleakala and do, uh, do sunset photos at, at uh, the top of the mountain. Um, which is amazing. I have some that you're above the clouds. Um, I have some of the Milky Way from up there. Um, so there's a lot, there are a lot of options here um, for shooting. You know, if you come over, we can take you to some great places. It's a lot of fun. Right. And, and I have trouble even thinking how big Maui is. What, how, how long would it take you to get from, you know, one part to another, maybe the furthest distance away? How many hours you know, or so? You can't drive all the way around the island, technically, mm -hmm. um, because there's part of the part of the island has a road that's just kind of one lane, and so it's very dangerous. Um, but you can, from one side of the island to the other, uh, an hour, two oh, hours, wow. maybe. Um, oh, if you're I going, thought it's much more than that. Yeah, if you're going to Hana, Hana is only 36 miles from the airport, but it's switchbacks back and forth. So it takes you maybe two to three hours if you're really going to go to Hana. Um, you can drive around the backside, come around the backside of Haleakala, and you can make it a day. Uh, you know, you take it. We take a lunch up and and you know shoot along the road and and come back around. Um, so it's it's pretty small. I mean, you can get pretty much anywhere you want to go within an hour, hour and a half. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Big. That's great. <laughs> There's yeah, no but... such thing as road trips, really. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I hope that we'll uh, continue to see your submissions to the to the uh, bi-monthly contest, and perhaps someday we'll see some from Maui itself or your other travels. Iceland coming up. Are you uh, Iceland? Are, are will you be able to see the Northern Lights at that time of year? Or not quite yet. No. We're hoping. I'm actually doing a, going uh, on a photo uh, tour with uh, a couple of photographers that I've been mentoring with um, out of Tokyo. Um, and so uh, we're doing the workshop is a three day thing. Um, there's we're actually uh, they're bringing in a, a model couple as a bride and groom from Singapore that will be there with us. Um, and uh, so hopefully they were there last October at the end of October and saw the Northern Lights. So hopefully um, that's one of the goals is to, to see the Northern Lights while we're there. Yeah, the, the last time I was in 
in uh, Iceland probably three years ago now, there was a couple and a very distinctive couple that was getting wedding photos at one of the major waterfalls there. And we thought that was cool. But then they started, they must have had this huge social media campaign because they were everywhere. And we were saying we were there when they were taking these exact pictures, which was pretty cool. But yeah, I, can, I think it'll be, it'll be a pretty neat thing. The, yeah. This couple um, uh, got married in Tokyo, and uh, the, the photographers that I'm going with shot their wedding and uh, talked them into to going to Iceland with us. And I think there's going to be 10, 10 of us or 12 of us, um, so it should be a pretty fun time. Sounds great. Well, where can people find out more about you online? Do you have a website or social media I handles? Do. I do. It's Penny Palmer Photography. Um, is my website. Penny Palmer Photography is also my Facebook page. Um, so both of those and uh, Penny Palmer is my Instagram. So kind of have a thing going there. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be sure to put all links to that in the show notes. And I uh, do thank you for spending the time and getting up early to uh, talk with me from across the world. It's pretty amazing yeah, how this stuff world. works, huh? Thanks, Ralph. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for coming out, Penny. Have a great Uh one. You too. Well, thanks, folks, for listening. Uh, Again, this is Ralph Velasco, and you can find me on all the social media networks at Ralph Velasco and at Photo Enrichment, and my website is photoenrichment.com. Now, get out and shoot.